are tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, everybody. We're talking about Grace Point. I feel like I need to be really ominous in the, with this, like, with this show and this music coming in. We're talking about Grace Point, episode one, season one. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, joining me on tonight's panel, let's, let's just welcome, first of all, welcome everybody. But let, I'm gonna let my, uh, my co-hosts introduce themselves over here. Hello everyone, I'm Adrian Snow. And hello everyone, I'm Anastasia Waller. And you should suspect them. You should suspect them both. You should suspect me. You should suspect Nando over there, our engineer tonight. You suspect everyone. Hashtag respect everyone. I believe that was what was in the corner suspect of everyone.com. Yeah. Um, this was a haunting little piece of television. It was. Especially for network. For a network show yeah. to open up on a kid ostensibly at the top of the show, you think jumping off of a cliff mm-hmm. um very intense um first reactions what do you guys think of the pilot oh well, the first thing i thought was so how's david Tennant gonna sound in this <laughs> like, he's, he's a scottish actor and it was a great accent that he did american but um i was intrigued i was kind of i really liked the first shot when um mark solano played by michael pena pina or pina 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 thank you is walking through the town. It's a really nice setup shot, just this long shot, never-ending shot of him walking through the town and kind of introducing all the characters in that way. Um, so you get a feel for how well these people know each other and, and kind of how wholesome this town is. And then to kind of see everything bounce off from there, I thought it was a nice setup. So I'm, I'm, I was impressed with the first episode. I agree. Um, I thought the opening scene was really heavy when they showed the church scene. It was, I think, love thy neighbor, love thyself. And it's like anytime you see that sort of religion or Bible verse, you're like, this is going to get heavy. (laughs) Um, So that and then, like you said, the boy uh, on the cliff, Danny, it looked like he was contemplating jumping suicide. So that was obviously really heavy because you could tell that he was a young boy. And then I agree. The same thing with Adrian is that. From the very beginning, they set the tone of a small town vibe. He knew everybody. He was walking through the streets. And so you knew that probably throughout the episode, we were going to get to know the characters really intimately Mm -hmm. because they had these relationships that were more than just, you know, oh, that's the store clerk. It was like very everything seems like it's going to be very personal. Mm I, th- I thought it was very intense. I loved David Tennant in this. I was so worried, just like you're yeah. saying. I was so worried because I'm not going to be shy about it. I'm a huge Doctor Who nerd. Anyone who's a fan of After Buzz TV knows that I'm a huge Doctor Who nerd. <laughs> um, and I was a little bit nervous that his American accent was going to come off like weird. It's a little weird sometimes to look at David Tennant. Well, he still has to think a bit of the clip. So he'll say something with an American accent. 
but it'll be at the pacing of like a Scottish accent. He's got <laughs> that little like he's like short with people a little bit, mm-hmm. but he's got that awesome beard. Thank you, David Tennant, for showing that people with beards can be good characters, <laughs> or at least complicated characters, because we don't know what's going on with him. We don't. Um, we got introduced to him. We got a whole list of characters yeah, to deal did. with. Oh my gosh. Um, we've got. So we've got Detective Emmett Carver. Mm-hmm. Um, he or and he him. It's basically him versus Detective Miller. Detective Ellie, Ellie Miller. Miller. Yeah. Yes. Ellie and Emmett. It's not at all confusing. <laughs> um, and he basically she was expecting a job promotion. She mm-hmm, went on right. vacation with her family. She comes back. She's all refreshed. She's like. Ah. Oh, I feel so good. Yeah, and you could tell she wasn't worried or threatened at all about her job. It was a Mm -hmm. small town. She Mm -hmm. thought she had it in the bag. Probably Mm -hmm. never expected someone to come in and take her job. Well, you never go on vacation before job promotion. I mean, if you, I'm just saying. That's good advice. uh, And she did, like, or at least get it in writing. Yeah. Yeah. She did not have it in writing. She comes back. Um, she was in Albuquerque dealing with her meth, uh, dealing husband. No, that's another show. No, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's Anna Gunn, who reference. we know. Of, yeah, it's Anna Gunn, who we know from Breaking Bad. Yeah. You guys were so confused for a moment I wasn't. There. It took me, you said Albuquerque, and then you said meth, and I went, oh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> um, and, and she does a great job. Basically, both of these actors are dealing with very heavy outside perception from the audience. Mm-hmm. Anna Gunn, we know her as Skylar. She mm-hmm. is Skylar, very much in our mind throughout this pilot. You can't help but see her as Skylar. Hmm. Um, That's what you thought? Well, she does a good job of getting away from it, but in media, from, from the beginning, she, you go into it mm-hmm. seeing Skylar. Okay, I'll just put this out there right now. I've never seen Breaking Bad, so, so I you don't have those oh, misconceptions. Yes. You well, like as a fan of as a TV fan, like a rabid TV fan, like myself. That's what mm-hmm. you. I saw Skylar, and it's up to her to get me away from that. Same thing with David Tennant; it's up to him to get me away from Doctor Who. I see your point. I'm also a rabbit TV fan as well, and I didn't have that reaction. I was kind of open to it, mainly because I guess from the previews and from what I had seen, and also just from having some idea of the original British version called Broadchurch, mm-hmm. I knew that this was going to be a very different feel. And um, I wasn't... And every now and then I'd catch glimpses of, like, Doctor Who-isms. That I'd be like, yeah. oh, it's kind of like Doctor Who. Well, but, those are yeah. David Tennant-isms. That's yeah. the thing. And, I, and exactly. I say that as, like, that's where my starting point was. Mm-hmm. And I think both actors did a great job of getting past that, yeah. getting mm-hmm. away from that. Ellie doesn't feel like Skylar. She's much more down to earth because both of those are real people mm-hmm. right. as opposed to one of them is a time lord from another planet. <laughs> um, and to, But David Tennant ha- had an easier job separating that. And that's what I think. The beard actually is very helpful and it's probably a conscious decision on that. The American accent, a big part of it. And he did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more. I'm more saying it as my compliments oh, to yeah, the yeah, actors. Yeah. Just- um, but yeah, that's. I definitely came into it with those... Starting points. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but so, at doc, uh, Detective Doctor, Detective <laughs> Carver got her job. Yes. He's this outsider. We basically, let's, let's go through what we know about him. On this show, we're gonna, we're gonna be detectives on this show. Yes. I, I'm deputizing you guys. We're gonna get to the bottom of this murder via this TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um. We know that he did something and there's something about Rosemont. Yes, Rosemont is another town. Yeah, uh, supposedly somewhere in California, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, was imp- it was implied, and they didn't go a lot into it. We know that he did something wrong, right? Um, he's got a little bit of a limp. Mm-hmm. If you watch him, mm. um, 
he's very cold. Yes. Mm-hmm. To is in his attitude towards everyone. He's right. not. He's not. He's not emotional about his job or anything else. Mm-hmm. He just does what he does. We got the tiniest little bits of humor mm-hmm. when the sarcasm. He, humor. Yeah, a little bit of sarcasm mm-hmm. with with Ellie. She's like, "Can you just call me Ellie? Like, be mm-hmm. be normal. Be fo- be less formal. Mm-hmm. No." Yeah, but you kind of get you kind of get the, or at least I did the feeling that the reason he is that cold is because how many murders has he, right. he dealt with, you know, and and also he doesn't have a family, and so I think they're kind of setting all of that up where you're going to start to understand why and, he has become so cold. And also, he has no attachment to anyone in the town the way yeah. that Detective Ellie does. So she knows everyone when she saw the murder scene in the beginning. She knew that was, I mean, her son's friend. Whereas Detective Carver, he doesn't have those attachments. So it's easier for him, I guess, to kind of get through the mm-hmm. job and stick to the facts and kind of Drag see that. where Ellie might miss yeah. some of those um, important parts. Yeah. I mean, we, we set up that he came here to lie low. Mm-hmm. Like he needed somewhere to escape to. Mm-hmm. Not doing a very good. He doesn't have a very good opportunity for that yeah. because uh, the first thing on his plate, like his second week on the job. A kid is murdered, and that uh, never happens in that town. But it doesn't seem to phase him. No, it does phase him because he says it right as he's walking up to the body. He goes, "Don't do this to me." Oh, so you, yeah, you, you can tell I, that yeah, it's that. And I don't think that's just something because he doesn't want to deal with it or because he's trying to lie low. I think it's just one of those things where it's like when you choose to escape to a small town when you come from the city and you have you, this yeah, whole you're career, not expecting this the last big, thing, yeah, a child. So well, it looks like a suicide in the beginning. Yeah, I will. I would take it much the opposite way. I think he it do, didn't phase him, and that was like the the clear part. He's just like, it's like when you get into work on a Monday, your your boss hands you just like a stack of paper. You're like, mm-hmm. don't do this to me today. I had a long, I had like mm-hmm. a long weekend of like just like not in a good way. It's like a stressful weekend. I don't need this. I don't need mm-hmm. this on my plate right now. I could see um, that. It's I but mean, he's but it just seems more complicated. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like. I would. I, goes, I. I think it's. I don't need this right now because of what you're saying. That something happened where he doesn't want that attention. Yeah, it just seems like a. It, it just seems to be a lot more layered than just uh, you know another day at the office. Because even when that's not the very first thing he deals with, he deals with the cut fence, that's which true. is something that they kind of reference again later. Which, so yeah, which I want to get into later. I have a yeah. whole <laughs> list of clues for us to go to, and yeah. I do believe that that is not something that's going to be forgotten yeah. anytime soon. So that's kind of, it, that's why I don't think it's just another day at the office, because he was bored to begin with the day, you know? Mm-hmm. And and to have that come up, I'm sure he wanted something more than a cut fence, but I'm pretty sure he didn't want I think that the cut fence was more like I came all the way out here. Yeah. Like it's a small, it's a small town, but it's also very spacious. So yeah, he's right. like, you made me like go a half hour it's out of my out. way <laughs> because somebody cut your fence. <laughs> this is a guy who, as far as we can tell, probably has a long history of dealing with crimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's very well trained. Like he's probably one of the best detectives. He says like, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the best. Yeah. Um, but he he seems like he can back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what The way he approaches it in a cold light is sort of just his that's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. He's a detective. You have to approach it with a cold, take a step back because that's the only way you're going to solve it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sort of sees Ellie getting very emotional. It's her first murder Mm -hmm. that she's ever had to deal with the first death she's ever ever had to uh deal with as a cop 
and she's in, she's crying. She was very close to that boy. To the case, yeah, it's her best yeah. friend's child. Too. Yeah, which is almost now you're too close. Right. But in a small town, you sort of need that. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's intimately familiar. And he sort of puts that to use when they go to tell the family because mm-hmm. he knows like he's going to go in there and she's like, I want to tell him. He's like, No, that's not the way to do it. I mm-hmm. need you to watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk. You're going to watch them. And, but then you notice that wrong. she wasn't even really watching them. Did you guys catch that with her eyes? She was kind of like looking down. It was hard for her to kind of look them mm-hmm. in the face a little bit. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be tough to look at your best friend in the eye and be like, I just found yeah. your, your dead son. So she was watching them, but I think it was less from the point of view from detective and more right. from the point of view of friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean. <laughs> she didn't even. Well, we'll pick, we'll pick, she didn't pick up on something that I thought I picked up on immediately, but with um, yeah, her own I mean, child. Well, we're watching so. this this whole mm-hmm. group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as they get the news, like they're they're scared. She, the mother has an idea, mm-hmm. a suspicion, a worry, but nothing to confirm it. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and they confirm that it's it's mm-hmm. him. Right. And everyone cries mm-hmm. except for Mark, except for the dad. Mm-hmm. In that moment, he didn't cry. Mm-hmm. And while he did break down later, so like, well, let's... let's are we going to... Yeah, I was just going to say, if are we going to jump to... Because I had a few points about Mark that I thought were yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, well, let's talk yeah. about Mark. Okay. Um, we meet him. He's a, he's the local plumber. Mm-hmm. Owns his own plumbing business. Knows um, everybody. Knows everybody in town with that opening shot. We know mm-hmm. that he is, like, the guy. Yeah, the, the good guy. He's the Danny. cool dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves him. He's on, mm-hmm. like, joking terms with everybody. And <laughs> you dropped your wrench. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, people like this guy. Mm-hmm. He seems like a good dude. Um, but... We know that as we get to know him, there's like more and more stuff that's off. Right. And the first, my first thing that I thought was Mm -hmm. off was the no crying there. It, Mm -hmm. yes, we saw him cry once he goes to identify the body, Mm -hmm. and you could sort of explain it with he didn't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. He was like, no, it it can't Mm -hmm. be. I haven't seen it. I refuse to accept it. But it, in the moment, at the very least, it, it set off a thought in my brain. I think that was partly intentional, but I also think I was probably more suspicious of the grandma than him because at that point, you know, in terms of having this kind of patriarch point of view, he has his daughter on one side, he has his wife on the next, and they are bawling. And mm-hmm. you can tell at one point that he kind of wants to. He's trying to, to hold it together. And so he, That's how I saw it, yeah, too. And then he, but he instead holds it together. But there was the only thing that kind of pricked my ears in that particular scene was when she when the wife um, Beth goes to say it's Danny. Danny was the dead body found on the beach. Mm -hmm. And he stops her and he goes let them say what they need to say. And I thought I understood that you know he wanted to hear it officially and that Mm -hmm. there was this air of disbelief because he even asked to see the body. Um, So that, that didn't ring as suspicious to me as the next scene we saw him in. Where he mentions we're going to find out who did this to you because at that time he didn't know it was a homicide. I mean, he, in the, even in the house, yeah. he doesn't even believe for a second that it was like he was like it wasn't a suicide. Like, yeah, he didn't kill yeah, himself. I caught that he too. immediately yeah. says it wasn't it was a suicide, suicide, but he, he well, was found right next to a yeah. right next to a cliff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that has to be the first thought, and like you can 
love your set. It, it, well, the way he, it was delivered, the way that he said it, was not a dad defending his kid. He's like, there's no way it was a suicide. He's better than that. It wasn't that. This was a, I know for a fact it wasn't that a it wasn't a suicide. Well, that, but it was, a, it was a, an answer in response to the question, were there any problems with your son? And he goes, well, it wasn't a suicide. So, because... That's I've, not where your brain goes from that question. That's though. where my brain would go because that's where people are, are, are thinking. Like, well, was there anything wrong with your son? And, and you're kind of, I would cycle through that and I go, well, there, it wasn't a suicide. But I mean, that could also be a clue left as well. But so the, with him, it's kind of a juggle because there are a lot of parts I thought that were very fatherly. And the only thing that really kind of I found to be really suspicious was the fact that he already called it a homicide before anyone else mm-hmm. confirmed it. So I don't know what yeah. you think. I, th- I think the same thing, especially with the suicide thing. Um, he didn't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know if uh, if Mark knew all the details at that point that there was like a cliff right there and that it looked like he had jumped. So it was kind of weird because we're led to think in the beginning that this little boy is going to commit suicide, but they just sound- said that they found a body at the beach. So like it. Well, his wife had had been there. She knew where it had happened. Oh, so she, she probably prepped him and was like, "There was a cliff there." And so I have to imagine she okay. said right at the bottom of the cliffs. Like she filled him in on whatever details mm-hmm. she had. Yeah. the whole family has at this yeah. point. I I thought Mark is a. I I mean I think he is a suspicious character. Mark is absolutely on my suspect list. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a red herring, but I'm not saying he yeah. definitely did it. But he's uh, he's has to oh, be on the suspect list. At the end, when she was like, "Why didn't you check on him? You check on him every night." That was another weird thing, and he's well, probably having an affair. I, I, <laughs> I think so. I, it, yeah. it seems like, it seems like the logical step yeah. that we would have to take because she does. She asks him. She checked in on him at nine p.m. Yeah, right. That was the last time she checked in. I, I mean, you get in at three a.m. If it was a work call, let's mm-hmm. give him the benefit of the doubt for a moment. But say, in a small town, who really takes plumbing calls at three in the morning? I mean, pipes kinda, explode. You never know. But yeah. let's for the moment. I'm, okay. Just for the moment, let's say that he did have a work call. Okay. Is it reasonable that he didn't check on his son when he got in at three a.m.? I mean, if it's a habit and it's a routine, it's something you do every day. Then it's kind of weird. Like my dad would come in and kiss me every morning before. He went to work, but his routine's already broken because you're not. Your routine is not out at three in the morning. Okay. His routine was his sorry. His routine was to check on his son before he went to bed. I thought right. that was the routine, not that he mm-hmm. would come in from work. So, if so, they checked on him at nine, there was no reason for them to really check on them again. Sorry. But if he came home from work right at three in the morning and he mm-hmm. always checks on his son, even if he's home at mm-hmm. like say he gets off at seven, mm-hmm. like I I feel like a father would like peep in and be like, oh hey son, like you know just that father he's mm-hmm. gonna pass the door on his way to his room. Like I could see him just peeking in. But I mean, even if he peeked in, if he had snuck out, you couldn't tell that yeah. Yeah. You know, that he was gone. But I what could, about in the morning? Like, no one does the sun just normally well, come out in the morning? I was like, well, this is they, weird. They, they touched on that. Okay. They said that yeah. he goes to the wildlife, right? The but no one saw him like pass through the door every morning. They don't see their son come because he's gone before they. Because so he idea, leaves before they wake up. The idea is the yeah, whale watching happens weird. at dawn. Yeah. Okay. So the kid is leaving before anyone else is even awake. Okay. So they're used to him being out of the house. Mm-hmm. Him not being there is not suspicious. The only thing that was weird was that he forgot his lunchbox. Yeah. Okay. They even had left it out for him the night before. Yeah. Okay. So he could take it with him. Um, but let's let's finish up with Mark because okay. he does like she she confronts him about that. Mm-hmm. I think that part of it seemed like. 
eh, you, she's being suspicious because she's trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. She wants something mm-hmm. to hold mm-hmm. on to. Um, but she raises the suspicion of what kind of work call were you getting? Mm-hmm. To which his response was, I told you I was working. And his he does this thing with his lips where Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just like fidgets <laughs> his lips <laughs> in this what it that's like one of those clear that's a lie thing like like that's a body a, that's twitch a, when you're lying some type of body twitch thing yeah you do. that's a tell right like mm-hmm. it's like when you run your mm-hmm. hands through your hair or mm-hmm. like you just do one of these with your eye something that right. was a twitch mm-hmm. um so I think a fair. I think you had it yeah, right. Yeah, just because affair. they also kind of commented on the fact that they've been together since they were 17, that they were High together sweethearts. she got pregnant. Um, so it makes sense that there is something going on with him, and it makes sense that they would kind of lead us to believe that he might have been a part of it. He might know something, um, but I think it's it's more likely that he's having an affair. I just don't know with who yet. But yeah, I was that was yeah. my next question. Any thoughts on who? Well, I didn't come up with the affair thing, but after hearing you guys talk about it, I thought maybe the lady at the hotel Possibly. that runs the inn. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really seen any of the other characters that I can think of. I mean, the only the only one that we've really been introduced to who's like fits age wise and just like prominence wise at this mm-hmm. point is Ellie. No. No, that's not going down. Like that. <laughs> no? No. I mean, I'm just... Because she throw- just got back into town, too. That's so. true, but it... Oh, that's true. She was out of town for the entire thing. Yeah. So he couldn't have been there. All right. Fair enough. Drop. <laughs> yeah. Drop. We're done with that one. Like, no, uh, no. That was more of just my, like, well, TV tells any? me. Any? I, I would probably say the lady from the end would probably be the closest yeah, one. Yeah, because when she, she found out, remember? Yet. When she found out that there was a body... When the detective came to check into the hotel, mm-hmm. she didn't really have a big reaction. She was just like, oh, well, is the beach going to be open tomorrow? So, matter of fact. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. What about Owen? That he's having an affair with Owen? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, you never know. That could be a possibility. <laughs> I doubt it. Because they kind of stretch. already set Owen up to be with someone else. Yes. So. That's true. Yeah. Red herrings, though. We're going to be looking. <laughs> We're going to be looking for those red yes. herrings Everyone's this a suspect right now. Um, that's a suspect. That's, I, mean, I mean, if he was gay, that would be an interesting twist. It'd be something on... Uns- yeah. Like, it could be his coworker who always brows his van. That could be a That's true. Yeah. Just because he's in a van. No. I just... <laughs> I mean, if you're going to... Say, like, who could the possible suspects be in terms of age? Um, it could be him, or it could be the lady from the hotel. Or mm-hmm. it could be the the woman who runs uh, the Grace Point I Journal. Guess, journal. The Grace yes. Point Seven. Journal, who is Owen's mother, I believe. No. They didn't really go into that. That's kind of the relationship that no, they showed. No, I don't showed. think that's the... It's just the boss, I yeah. think. it. That's Detective Ellie Miller's nephew, though. Yes. Owen is. But I think that's just his boss, right? Yeah, that's just his boss. Yeah. They, well, they've, I guess they haven't established it. The, yeah. the they way could that be, they, though. It's a small town. Yeah, the way that they be. bantered <laughs> mm-hmm. and, like, the fact that, like, he's connected to her and, like, the way she spoke to Ellie, it felt yeah. like they were related. It they may be. not be. Um, so, well, let's, let's go into uh, Ellie and her family. Like, her whole situation dealing mm-hmm. with this. Because she starts to fill in different people as she goes. Because she accidentally well yeah ellie and owen okay owen is there he's the local journalist the grace point journal mm-hmm. very reputable newspaper <laughs> if you if you follow along 
Um, and he sees Chloe, the sister, uh, Danny's sister, leaving the monkey behind. Mm-hmm. That is, first of all, the fact that they haven't announced it yet. That's a little careless. I'm just gonna say. Maybe well, I get that you're emotion that she's emotional, uh, but mm-hmm. they specifically have not put it out there yet. The mm-hmm. police are like, "We're not telling anyone. We need you guys to not tell anyone yet until this is all gone." Going to leave a memorial yeah. thing—that's a pretty heavy. Our my brother died. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I give her leniency because she's like 17. Or yeah. Old, and again, you know? understandable. She's grieving mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. But pretty heavy. Like heavy the police habit. said, don't do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she goes to do it. And it's still the same day, right? They just found out that morning. So yeah. There's already a the cross up and then. Less than a few hours right. later. Yeah. And she goes with her boyfriend, which mm-hmm. I didn't catch his name. Did they even say it? No, they didn't give his yeah. name in this episode. Okay. So- he had a one word line. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, um, it was want me to do it. No. But boyfriend, who knows who he is? We don't have any information on him, no. so I won't put him up on the suspect wall yet. Except for they suspect the everyone. We did, but we're not going to talk about those okay, until okay, until okay, predictions. Okay, okay. Anything on the previews, we save for the spoiler <laughs> wall there. Um, but so speaking of the spoiler wall. Let's take a brief moment, guys. Let's talk about iTunes. Um, thank you guys for joining us for this inaugural podcast of Grace Point. Um, th- uh, the, you're probably asking yourselves, how can we help you? How can we help you find out who killed Danny? How can we help you uh, make this the best podcast ever? Um, and I'll tell you right now, you can log on to iTunes. You might have gotten this podcast on iTunes. You might have gotten it on YouTube. Either one, you can either give us a thumbs up on YouTube or you can go on to iTunes and hit us with a rating. I hope it's five stars. I hope you guys are enjoying this show. Um, if so, give us a rating. Take Just takes a minute. If you give us a review, you're going to get a shout out on the podcast. And it also just helps everything we do with everything we do here it helps the networks that produce the show see that we're doing a good job which helps us get guests helps us make this show this podcast more prominent on itunes so that other people can find it and giving us a five star helps keep the lights on here it's how sponsors find the show all this stuff is only made possible by you guys watching rating and just enjoying the show so please take a moment and do that and if you're good i'm just going to put this out there as we were talking about a spoiler wall for anyone who's commenting on YouTube or in the comments or tweeting at us, w- please, no spoilers for Broadchurch. Mm. We are going to say, I'm going to put this as a f- firm ground rule, no Broadchurch discussion um, directly on the YouTube page. Because there are a lot of fans who just want to enjoy the mystery. This is a very much a mystery show. And yes, there's they've said that it's going to be different from Broadchurch. It might have a different ending. But we want to keep make sure that our fans are, have, are free to enjoy and are free to comment without worrying about seeing spoilers. Mm. So with that, let's get back into the show. Yeah. Um, Owen dropping the ball, being a huge dick. Releasing the tweet. Um, he see, who tweets that? That's the first sees, thing I thought. He sees the monk. First of all, that's a really long tweet. That is way more than 160 characters. <laughs> um, but he posts that he because he pieces the, he pieces it together. Mm-hmm. He's not. He can see who's who's crying. He, he knows who that toy belongs to. Right. And he just tweets it out. Like that's the, your first instinct is to tweet it. Not to mention that it's a minor. Mm-hmm. So you're violating all kinds of laws yeah. by putting the name of a minor out. Uh, that was my first thought was like, 
they don't even technically have to release his name. Yeah. Um, the police don't. They could just say a 12-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he technically that that could be m- not just like leaking police stuff, but that's a massive... Well, I think if it's a homicide, they can release the name. It's usually more in terms of like um, suicide or sexual assault that they don't release names. Yeah, I, but I think it's like up to the family for mm-hmm. a minor. Like if it's an adult... That's like, it's not, there's nothing you can do. Like, mm-hmm. that's public knowledge. Mm-hmm. But for a kid, any sort of minor, that information is, is able to be withheld oh, from the okay. public. Uh, I could be wrong. Tell us if we're wrong. Yeah. Uh, I was, I just wasn't sure with the, the homicide, just because it's an unsolved thing. Yeah. Uh, I know with, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll what if you put actually. suspected? Cause he had wrote on his tweet, suspected, nothing has been confirmed. So is that still, is I that mean, like bordering on the line of the law? Uh, maybe yeah, again i'm not i'm not a lawyer um yeah you know either yeah. way he's like more it was he shouldn't have tweeted it right. regardless mm-hmm. cuz what if he had been alive like what if he gotten it wrong yeah that would be even like and he's telling everybody that this kid is dead mm-hmm. like that that has yeah, huge implications of its own um and then of course when emmett finds out when uh, detective carver finds out he flips mm-hmm. and he knows that ellie spilled the beans like he's yelling and he, he sees her well she admits it later she admits she it she does admit it but i think yeah. he, i think he knew a little i don't think he knew i think but she didn't technically spill anything you know she probably should have just hung up on her cousin or her nephew um when he called and asked she should have just hung up immediately but that's not to say that he still wouldn't have done it you know mm-hmm. so it's not i'm not going to fault her for for doing her job and saying i'm not confirming anything do not release this but, you know, she did also her job by standing up and being like, okay, well, I'm aware yeah. of this. No, no, no. It's great that she was able yeah. to step up. But she needs to, like, I guess this is this is a learning curve for her dealing mm-hmm. with this kind of situation. And it's tough when it's somebody you know, somebody that everybody around you knows. Mm-hmm. And then also when the journalist is your nephew. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it would have been easy to hang up on another journalist. But your nephew, it's kind of like, like what do you want? You know, Maybe yeah. just don't take the call. Yeah. And I mean, he's probably one of the only writers. I mean, we got a glimpse into the Grace Point Journal with that room looks like, and it was only two people. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not very. Yeah. It's a very small staff, right? <laughs> um, but then he's only compounding the issue because he like gets the San, like San Francisco on, or was, did they just find the tweet? They saw someone saw the tweet. A yeah. journalist saw the tweet. Okay, yeah. I guess part of what was weird was like it said message sent when he posted it, not yeah. like tweet sent or like post uh yeah. so i was like did he text that guy that's what i thought too it was i think a little just... bit confusing but they made it clear that it went public yeah. right um and then we get I, I believe her name was like clemens was her last name i didn't renee? catch her first name renee mm-hmm. um renee clemens of uh, a reporter in san francisco mm-hmm. who also was a reporter in rosemont mm-hmm. which we and knows detective emmett carter Yes. Um, she Well, at least she knows his backstory. Right. She knows whatever it is that he did. Happened. Yeah. She knows. She reported on it, I think is what she said, that she mm-hmm. worked on that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. And she says, why would anyone hire him? Yeah. Like, I can't, she's, whatever he did was so terrible. I mean, my immediate thought right now is that he let, he, like, some technicality let a murderer go. Like, he forgot to read him Miranda rights or the equivalent. Like, <laughs> something tiny, or he broke 
um, maybe he beat up a, a, the guy or mm-hmm. something, something like that. He something, did something unethical, mm-hmm. but still got through somehow. Yeah, didn't cop. have a warrant, and so lost the like only evidence that would mm-hmm. convict a guy. That's what my mind immediately jumps to, maybe. which just screams of bad detective work. So why would you hire a guy yeah. who does something like that? I feel like he just did something unethical. Like he caught somebody or someone. He just didn't do it the way that he should have done it. Yeah. Um, and because obviously if they hired him, it's like he couldn't have done something that bad. So maybe it's just like he didn't, he kind of cross-bordered the law with something. Or he could have done something that bad, and it's just that his track record is so good that one, this small town was able to overlook it as like a, this guy has done a lot of good in the world. Mm-hmm. We'll give him a job in this tiny little town. Nothing ever happens well, in this said, place. Well, he said also, he said that just, remember when that one, um, his boss had that talk with him and he said, no, that makes me the best cop ever. Cause he was saying, I think you should just hand this to Detective Miller. Mm-hmm. And he said, no. So he obviously, whatever he did, he stands by what he did. What, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it is that I guess we'll find out later. Yeah. Um, so let's keep going through our list of, of people and suspects. Okay. Um, I was really surprised to see Nick Nolte. Yeah. That caught me off guard. I didn't know he was in the show. Yeah. There, well, there's another. Oh, gosh. I can't remember her name. She didn't have any lines. The blonde lady who um, had the dog. She just recently oh, got nominated yeah, yeah. for an Oscar. But The older lady. Uh, that was in the oh. trailer. Yes. And she popped up twice at yeah. the scene and then... Yeah, she mm-hmm. had the creepy, so, the creepy we, one. Yeah, She's we have suspect. We haven't gotten to know her yet, but I yeah. guess like in the so only in the suspect everyone yeah. category can we really? It's an interesting cast, is what yeah. I'll, I'll say mm-hmm. on that. Um, find her name for next episode. Yeah, so Nick, so Nick Nolte, or as he's called in the show, Jack Reinhold, mm-hmm. to which I only heard the first time Judge Reinhold, yeah. and I was very confused. <laughs> um, is the local like boat rental guy mm-hmm. mainly? Like he rents out kayaks mm-hmm. and like whatever people need. But he likes to keep track of the wildlife, and he really likes to teach kids about the environment. Mm-hmm. He's very—he's the local fisherman dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's—he's uh, what I was going to make a Simpsons joke, but I can't even remember <laughs> that guy's name. Oh, um, the, the Irish guy, the the boat kid, the sea the oh, sea captain. Okay, but anyway, regardless. And he, he seems just like, a, he seems pretty genuine in that mm-hmm. scene. He's like a little weird that he works with kids, but not in a bad way. He doesn't, we know that there was nothing sexual about the crime. So mm-hmm. like that, we can drop that suspicion immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't suspect him right now, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any thoughts about him? He, he, his record seems clean. Like he didn't, he says he didn't see, uh, Danny that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we we know that that's reasonable. Like we don't know what time he died. We don't have the time of death yet. But he died between ten p.m. and four a.m. Did yes. he? well. That, yeah, I mean that's a pretty wide. Yeah, um, I would say with with Jack Reinhold, um, I don't suspect him, but I did find it suspicious that he didn't find it odd that Danny didn't show up because when he says, "Has he ever missed a?" a a class before and he goes no he's a kids miss classes all the time but if it's a student who's never missed a class before i mean i've gotten call- i've gotten called over random stuff when i was in high school or even at work because i've never missed work or i've never been late and they've been like are you okay is everything okay you're never late and you don't ever miss mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was kind of suspicious for me but i guess if he's been doing this for a while let's assume he's been doing it for 10 years mm-hmm. with different sets of kids he's probably seen the perfect kid 
who shows up every day. Right. Eventually. He's sick one day. Yeah, it's he's like, si- yeah. Maybe he's if sick. it goes two, three, four days, that's different. But one day, it's like... Yeah, or like they just start to drop off at a certain point where mm-hmm. even the ones who show up a lot are like, mm-hmm. oh, he missed one. Oh, sorry, I overslept. I needed to get some rest, blah, blah, blah. And then slowly it becomes like where you just stop, just stop showing up. Yeah. Um, so I don't find it unreasonable that he didn't follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? There, we, there's definitely more to learn mm-hmm. about this guy. Um, the biggest shocker to me so far is Tom, Danny's best oh, friend. Yes. Um, Ellie's son. This kid has something going on. Mm-hmm. Something weird, something up. We meet him, and he's just getting told that his friend died. Yeah. Doesn't seem all that shocked. Yeah. Um, and I, at first, I'm like, I chalked it up. I told you guys. I chalked it up. I'm like, this kid's not a great actor. Um, I just thought he didn't know how to react. I was, like, trying to think how I would, if I was around that age. It's, like, very confusing. And I don't know if emotion would come right away. So I was just like, oh, I was, like, feeling mm-hmm. for him. <laughs> I immediately thought he was a liar. <laughs> immediately. The moment he looked you down, and I was like, oh, he's lying. He's covering something up. <laughs> because even if it was him being a bad actor, he, uh, he was probably... No, he was actually being a really good actor because he was projecting exactly what you needed to see, which was this kind of mm, denial. And people might read it as bad acting or people might read it as I don't know how to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are just a distrustful <laughs> person like me, then you read it as this kid <laughs> is lying. Something's so. up with this 10-year-old child. Yeah. I don't I trust him. instincts. Yeah. I need those. Uh, and, and, and once we see a little bit more, I mean, mm-hmm. it's clear that this kid did a great job yeah. being like weird and off, and like off, but like. Just sad enough that, like, we know that he's not, that he doesn't regret. Like, he is clearly sad, but with a nut, but his mind's also turning. You can see the wheels turning in his head. And then as soon as he's like, can I be alone? Like, he immediately, he wants his mom as quickly as possible. And deletes all his text messages. He pulls his cell phone out. I was in shock because I didn't think he was lying at all. And I was like, oh my god. Well, the first, I, I think his mom should have picked up on it because... If she's a detective. She's a te- detective, <laughs> one. And two, if my best friend died, the first thing I would not ask is, are the police going to question me? And I thought that was, I mean, and you know, I know you're blinded because it's your child, but I was kind of like, well, <laughs> your son just asked if he was going to be questioned by police. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why would that be the first thing that pops into his head? Isn't that odd? Don't mm-hmm. you find that odd? I think it's that she, like, because she goes through, like, you can react however you need. Do yeah. whatever you need to. And I think she's just treating it as shock. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, going to be Ellie's hurdle for right. this whole uh, investigation is her emotional attachment to the situation, to the people involved, to Danny, to everything. She's going to have to get over how close she is to this. She's mm-hmm. going to have to get over how sad it is for her and her community and be a, be somewhat closer to the cold detective that Carver is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or she's going to start seeing people in a different light. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Um, and then he not only deletes all of his messages to Danny, he deletes his entire computer hard drive. Yeah. Suspicious kid. I don't trust you. <laughs> it's a very um, weird response. At first, you're like very almost savvy. concerned about the kids in the in the town. You're like, oh, well, what if somebody's killing kids? Mm-hmm. Like if it's a serial killer. We've seen a lot of shows like Dexter over the years. Mm-hmm. So we're just mm-hmm. like, just, we're waiting for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, now I'm like, what did this kid do? 
what did Danny do to this kid that might have warranted that? Mm-hmm. Um, or is that part not of a warranted bigger, and like yeah. deserved it, but like warrant like what could have led to this? Yeah. Um, if they're in something together, if they're like I. I know they're 10 years old, but what if there were drugs involved and, like, money's changing hands? I don't know. It, it was a... I'm definitely assuming it was an adult that killed Danny because it was blunt force trauma to the head. Uh, and it... From the angle of it... Sorry to get all detective-y. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very high up on the head, so it would have to have been from someone who had a high enough reach or mm-hmm. was at least above him to slam down with enough force. Well, could it have been like a baseball bat, let's say, over the head like that? I think it was uh, a skateboard. It could have because been Because remember in that video they showed and, he, and they couldn't find the skateboard, they couldn't find his cell phone. Uh, I'm saying with just the angle in terms of the height of Tom versus the height of Danny. I agree. And they showed that it, picture too so yeah, you could see the height be. difference. Did they show? Did they show exactly what? I, I must have like blinked. Like where exactly? It was on kind the of like on it? the left side, right there, and it was high up, and there was blood, like a blood trickle. Right, because because what I'm what I'm thinking is like, if they're the, roughly the same height, that skateboard from overhead or even from the but side Tom is considerably shorter than than Danny. But mm-hmm. if it's like if he's but with a skateboard, skateboard's pretty long. Well, if yeah. it's coming down in the like let's say the the but wheel he also doesn't seem strong enough. Yeah, I was Tom doesn't say that seem as well. strong enough to do that. Blunt force trauma to the head with a skateboard with somebody who's five inches shorter than you and also probably not incredibly strong. I, I, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem enough to kill you, enough to knock you out maybe, but enough to actually kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem likely. It takes right. a lot of force. Fair enough. Fair enough. Tom was definitely involved in something. Like maybe him and Danny were doing something together that he doesn't even want. Danny's mom, Detective Ellie, to know about because they were it was part of something that they were doing that was bad, like those two together. Mm-hmm. Sort of like the well, Danny might be dead, but I'm not going down with him. Yeah, it could be. It could be something where he was supposed to meet Danny and didn't go, or you know, it could be a lot more innocent than we're making it out to be, mm-hmm. and he's just overreacting. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Uh, so there's reasonable doubt there. Yeah. I'm not taking him off my suspect no. list yet. Um, yeah, he was his best friend. Suspect everyone. Yeah, so so we're sort of winding down on our time here. Yeah. Let's go through um, the clues so far. Um, we have the cut fence mm-hmm. um, that we saw up top. So maybe that was somebody, the, the two kids, if they're sneaking around going into some place. Like, mm-hmm. who knows what that farmer or that, well, I don't know if he was a farmer, whatever, whatever guy it was. Who knows what he has on his property that mm-hmm. the kids may have been interested in. Um, there's the, the no marks on the above thing. I mean, I, but there would have been like footprints or something, right? Cause we know that Danny was up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know he was standing there. I mean, that's, uh, but there wasn't, yeah. I guess, they foot tracks. They said the glass or the grass was flat. Right? Yeah. They said a bunch of stuff that like the trajectory wouldn't have been right. Yeah. Right. The, so the, it's the wrong angle for the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't, he didn't fall. That's yeah. not how he died. And we know he was on a cliff. We don't know if he was on that cliff. That's fair. Ooh, that's that's a good. good it's a good point. A good it's a very one. long, we can see on this little thing behind yeah, us. It's, these very, cliffs. Yeah. it's a very long area. So he could have been in a different place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't a fall either way, mm-hmm. regardless. Mm-hmm. We know that he wasn't pushed. He didn't jump. Nothing like that. Up. Um, I put, I have on my uh, thing uh, Mark's uh, reaction the I'm sorry I wasn't there to protect you mm-hmm. it was right. a, a little strong. Yes, it's like a dad wishing he could have protected his son mm-hmm. from anything. Still seems off and suspicious to mm-hmm. to say I'm sorry as your first reaction seeing the body to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, his lip quiver. We know that he was. We know that he was doing something besides mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in bed at nine p.m. Last seen alive, as far as we know, at nine p.m. And then on the video as well. <clears throat> I forget yes. the timing on that. The video that she had. Like, it was. Before. I don't know if they said out loud the time, yeah. but it was from Ichabod's. Uh, uh, it's a video from Ichabod's movie? bar or something, yeah. which mm-hmm. is like I feel like was Fox's little like nod to Sleepy Hollow. It was like, <laughs> like, come on, Fox, we're already watching that show. Calm down. Um, yeah, and that was the, the last one, and the one blow to the head. He was facing his attacker, mm-hmm. so Danny knew who killed him. Right, he was aware of what was happening. And I don't know if this was a clue, but at the end, um, when the new reporter Renee came in and she grabbed the stuffed animal, yeah. that kind of seemed a little strange oh, from the memorial site. That was in her purse. creepy. I mean, that's not really, in, in my mind, that's not suspicious in terms of, like, she's a suspect. Suspect. That's right. like Everyone. a really crazy <laughs> reporter going a little too far, <laughs> stealing memorial Maybe. stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Suspect. Yeah, the uh, the stuffed <laughs> animal was like I don't know. It's very eerie. Yeah, that's true. We do need to suspect everyone mm-hmm. though. But she yeah. was surprised that that Detective Carver was there. She's there with a specific angle. True. Mm-hmm. Um, and and as sort of as we wrap up, we get hit. We get Detective Carver sitting there giving a statement out to the to the TV crew and to the reporters, mm-hmm. saying like, "We will find out. We will find." Whoever did this, and they do a nice cut of everyone in town yeah. listening. Yeah, r- it's like this is amazing that everyone's listening to this on the iPad. So small, small town, I I mean, small town where not a lot happens, and there's a murder. Mm-hmm. You you tune in that day. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. So, we're, I I think we'll do this like once a week. We'll we'll, we'll check in. Obviously, not a lot to go on. Mm-hmm. Who are your guys' lead suspects? Oh. Uh, I would say at this time, the blonde lady with the dog whose name I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Tom has something to do with it. And then also Mark at this time, just just because that's what's available to me. I'm going to stick with uh, Tom. I think Tom is involved some way. I don't know about Mark. That's the father. I think. Mm-hmm. I think his reaction is just that. He's scared because, like, maybe what you guys said, he's having an affair. He's trying to cover it up. So I'm going to stick with uh, with Tom, Tom, the kid. I, I'm thinking uh, Tom stayed home that night. He was supposed to be there for whatever deal was going down. He stayed home. Um, I think Danny ran into Mark. He ran into his dad while he was out. But he saw whatever affair was going on. <gasps> so the dad <sighs> said... Don't tell your mother, and I won't tell her I caught you out of bed. One of those deals, mm. or maybe it was an accident, like they got into an argument and it hit his son too hard, or something, and then tried to. Mm. Uh, I, they no. haven't shown him as violent yet. Yeah, right. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's who Mark is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I, but I'm, now I'm thinking, like, if he was like, he, he, was they saw each other and was like, I didn't see you, you didn't see me, and went their separate ways, mm-hmm. not thinking that anything like this was going to happen, mm-hmm. which would lead him to freak out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he did about, I'm sorry I wasn't there to protect you. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the, these people, um, right now I can't really fully suspect anybody that we've really met. None of that, I don't really, mm-hmm. maybe that dude that was it, like borrowed his van mm-hmm. um, as like he was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like why Owen? Did he need the Is van? Owen in the picture? Maybe Owen's playing dumb about the body. 
Maybe. Maybe. Suspect everyone. I mean, yeah, he, ki- he killed yeah. him as a, I need to get a story so I can get out of this podunk town. Okay, and he looked for the slightest little bit of information that could have could have told him mm-hmm. whose body it was before he tweeted it out. Mm-hmm. Reasonable suspicion. I'll give you that one. Yes. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's so much left to be done. Um, I guess we already did predictions. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, into, oh yeah. I guess that's fair. Predict- yeah. Well, let's move into predictions. Let's yeah. fire up the prediction wall. Let's talk episode. about next episode. Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So we saw on next week that we're, they, they're putting together their list of suspects. Yeah. What else do we see? Um, well, I, I guess just to jump off, because they kind of did like a whole broad season. Yeah. You know, yeah. thing. I think next episode we'll probably have uh, Renee and Emmett have an introduction to each other. He kind of acknowledged her a little bit in mm-hmm. the uh, press briefing. So I think they're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more of an insight into his past. Probably, a, he probably recognized her from yeah. Rosemont. Not a lot, but just like a little bit, and then also um, kind of the, what how the town reacts to it being a homicide. More town reaction, yeah. So, what about you? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think we're gonna see Renee more next week. Um, I also think that uh, Renee and Owen are gonna have some type of relationship that mm-hmm. kind of jumps off we'll probably see a little bit more with tom and i don't know we'll see more of his reaction and maybe <laughs> detective ellie will start to notice maybe some of her son's tendencies yeah um, I, so close to the case yeah i think we're gonna get a lot more i've already thrown out my insane prediction for the week <laughs> yeah. um but i think we're gonna probably probably what we're gonna see next week is a lot more of like the townies that we haven't met yet mm-hmm. because there's a lot more information than we're getting yeah. and as they we piece together what everyone was up to that night there's going to be some broad conspiracy in the whole town maybe it's the whole town mm-hmm. maybe it was like hot fuzz and like the whole town was in on it could be throwing out right uh, this is what i'm gonna do for uh, like every episode just to warn you guys i'm gonna (laughs) throw out wild theories at every turn maybe one of them will be right um thank you guys so much for joining us um Astasia, um, yeah. I hope I pronounced that right. You did. Um, where can the people uh find you if they want to keep up with you you can find me on instagram at anastasia waller Oh, yes. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Adrian Snow, A-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And you guys can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, you can also catch me here at AfterBuzz on a number of shows. I got Doctor Who, Doctor Who Classics, uh, Resurrection, Grimm is coming back soon, a number of other shows. I want to say thank you to Nando for uh, staying late and doing the engineering our show here. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining us, and thanks for geeking out with us. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 